And everybody is welcome to stay, you're doing something, yeah? Yeah, good morning, Boker Tov, everyone. We're very excited to be resuming <clears throat> for the first time in a long time our 10 minutes of meaning series. Monsieur Sasharam, please grab some coffee or some donuts and uh, join us. I want to thank our generous uh, sponsors of the series for this year Jeffrey Gelb, a memory of Meshulam ben David, Shaindal Baz David, Avner ben Avram, Hakoin. We deeply appreciate his uh, generosity. Okay, we've been making our way through Messiah Sasharim, the great work of the Ramchal. Ramosha Chaim Lutzato has given us the formula, the path, how to live and how to be <clears throat> the best version of ourselves. We've gone through uh, several of the qualities, how to live a life of mindfulness and cautiousness, how to li- live a life of vigilance and how to live a life of alacrity and enthusiasm. And we've most recently been up to the Be'er Chalkei HaChasidus, we're on chapter 19, the chapter describing to us what it means to live as a chassid. To be a chassid is not to wear a fur hat or a long black coat necessarily. The Ramchal lived long before the birth of the Hasidic movement. The Ramchal was talking about in the formula of Rabbi Pinchas ben Ya'ir, he was describing to be a chassid is to live with piety, is to live with a certain ambition, to be with a certain mindfulness, a certain plane, not to be coasting through life, not to be a creature of habit, not to simply be the result or the composite of the people around you or the momentum that you formed early in your life, but to be mindfully, with intention, determining who you want to be and to be living with a level of piety. He introduced us that there are three fundamental elements of piety. There's the notion of piety we have in our relationship with Hashem, with God. Piety he defined as not getting away with the bare minimum, not doing just enough to get by. Good is not good enough, but striving to be great. Good is the biggest obstacle to great. Sometimes people feel, I'm good. I behave good. I am good. I achieve good. Good is good enough. But good is the biggest obstacle to great. And if we aspire and we have drive to be great, we should never settle with good. Not in our relationship with God and not in our relationship with fellow man. If you love someone, then you don't get away with the bare minimum. You anticipate their needs. You respond before they even articulate them. You are excited to surpass their expectations. You don't just mail in the bare minimum, but if you love someone or you love something, you go above and beyond. And that is the definition of chasidus of piety, to go above and beyond. Ramchal described this midah applies in the physical domain. It's not easy. It's not easy to wake up early, make it to minion. It's not easy to organize or orchestrate your schedule to include all of the values that we claim to hold dear. Learning Torah, davening in a minion, volunteering for chesed, exercise and taking care of ourselves. But that's chasidus. It's going above and beyond physically. It's going above and beyond, he described, b'mamon, financially, not to get away with the bare minimum. Someone asked you for tzedakah, so how much is the least I can give and get away with it? That is the game many people play. Tom Shabbos, there are hungry people. Our Jewish Education Scholarship Fund. There are people whose kids can't get a Jewish education. School Fund. There are people struggling to undergo treatment to have children. And when we have an opportunity to participate and to partner in these projects, is the goal, how much can I get away with giving? What is the least I can give and get away? That's not a chassid. To be a chassid is, let me look at my bank account, my income, my savings. How much is the most I can give without compromising myself and within the halachic standards of giving. He talked about benefesh, 
with your soul to go above and beyond, to not get away with the bare minimum in friendship, in camaraderie, in marriage, and most of all, of course, in our relationship with Hashem, in pursuing peace. And then Ramcha went on and gave several examples from our great sages of what does it mean to live with Hasidus, what does it mean to live with a level of piety. It's not good enough. It's not good enough to come to Minyan but be late. It's not good enough to be there but not have Kavana. It's not good enough to listen to the daf but not read it inside, read it inside and not chazer, not review. It's not good enough to get away with the bare minimum in the relationships in our life, in the relationship with Hashem. It's good enough if you're satisfied not being a chassid. But if you have drive and ambition, if you see who you could be and the difference you could make, if you want to live with a certain level of life, then we should be driven. Good is not good enough. We should drive and we should aspire to be great. All of that we covered before, but it's been a long break since the last time we did 10 minutes of, of meaning. So we continue. Vamru'od. Please help yourself. The coffee and donuts died for you. So please enjoy some. Amru'od. V'nasan l'charachamim v'richamcha. The Pasuk, the Gemara says in Shabbos, based on a Pasuk in Dvarim. Pasuk says that Hashem wants to grant mercy and be merciful to us. V'nasan l'charachamim v'richamcha which is a complicated pasuk. The commentaries all try to analyze, to dissect. What is it? He gives us rachamim, and he is richamcha. So says the Gemara, Gemara in Shabbos, Kufnanal of Kolomarachim alabrios, mirachimim alav min hashamayim. You know, one of the elements of being a chassid, one of the elements of living with piety, of striving to be great, not only good, is to be forgiving, is to be flexible, is not to sit in judgment and constantly be evaluating everybody else. The bottom line is none of us are perfect. We all have shortcomings. We all have skeletons in our closet. We all have ways that we could and should be much better. And yet, when it comes to ourselves, we always have the excuse. We always have the justification why we were late, why we did that thing, why we didn't give to that project, why we got away with that. When it comes to ourselves, we rationalize, which we've talked about the etymology of the word rationalize, rational lies. We tell ourselves rational lies. We lie to ourselves. We rationalize. No, no, in me it's different. It was okay for me to talk during davening. But this guy, can you believe this? Oisvar talks to all davening? It was okay for me to be late because I was happy. This guy came late. Who is he? Who is she? When it comes to ourselves, we justify, we rationalize, we excuse, we explain. And when it comes to others, we're so quick to judge. We're so quick to conclude. We're so quick to think that we're in our high, mighty ivory tower. We can evaluate others. But Chazal say, listen, if you're going to exact judgment of others, you think you're in a position to draw conclusions about others, Hashem's going to judge you. But if you're marachim alabrios, if you look around and you have compassion and kindness and love and sensitivity and generosity to others, then Hashem's going to be kind to you. Sanhedrin says that God evaluates us the way that you are. Hashem is your shadow. What is a shadow? A shadow imitates exactly us. When you walk and there's a light, moonlight, the shadow follows you, it's you. So Hashem is our shadow, means the way you behave is the way Hashem will behave to you. So you dig deep and you help others, Hashem will dig deep and help you. If you are stingy and never want to help others, you don't want to give your time, your energy, your resources, then Hashem says to you, good luck, buddy, you're on your own. If you're forgiving, Hashem will be forgiving of your shortcomings. If you excuse others and you say, there probably is a good reason if you act like Rav Levi Yitzchak and you always excuse the other, then Hashem will look at you and say, ah, 
I'll choose to look the other way. Whose transgression does Hashem pardon? The one who overlooks the sin that another person committed against you. So you know what? There are people who harm us all the time. People harm us in insignificant, inconsequential ways. I can't believe they didn't get back to my WhatsApp. They didn't get back to my message, my email. Can you believe it? They left me sitting. I was waiting for them. They were supposed to be there 10 minutes ago. Can you believe they sat me right next to the band? Or they sat me at the table they knew? They sat me at the rabbi table. And I always say, if you love me, don't put me at the rabbi table. By the way, I'm talking about me, not you. Don't put me at the rabbi table. So that's a minor being injured or harmed by another party. But, um, but there are major ways that people hurt us. People badmouth us. People harm us in business in an unjustified way. People can hurt us in a significant and a real way. And yet Chazal say that if you're forgiving and you let it go, you don't pursue it, you don't exact it, you don't escalate it, then Hashem will be forgiving for us. Gemara says we should be always be on the side of being insulted and not insulting back. You know, all of us, we know how to throw back a zinger with the best of them. I was going to write an email that was going to rip him to shreds, show him. I was going to public a post, comment on his post, her post, and really tear them apart. Okay, we're smart, we're witty, we're sarcastic. We could tear them down. We could rip them apart. We could embarrass them. We could bring them shame. Now what? Very good. Now what? Walk away. Walk away. There's a Mesorah from great tzaddikim that if a person is if a person is on the receiving end of being insulted, of being hurt, and they don't answer, they have the fortitude to ignore it, to walk away, to not answer that embarrassment, go get a bracha from them. Because that person's on the highest level in that moment. Get that bracha. Marivarabi Rav Willig once told a story that he, was, he received a phone call and somebody was mavaz, somebody on the phone was ripping, tearing into him, criticizing him, killing him in an unjustified way. And he's in the middle of dinner, he's on his phone, back in the days of house phones, and he started to dance. He started to dance. His family was walk, looking at him like he lost his mind. He's in the middle of dinner, he's on the phone, he gets shyless from around the world, he doesn't usually dance to them. There's no music playing, what is he dancing to? He finished, he hung up, and they asked what was going on. He quoted the Gemara, and he said there's a Mesorah from the Chavetz Chaim, that if somebody insults you, if somebody's tearing into you, if somebody's trying to embarrass you, and you don't answer pss, that opportunity, you should be dancing that Hashem has given you that strength, that courage, that conviction to not answer back, to absorb the blow and not return it because the opportunity, the bracha that you get as a result is unbelievable. So he was dancing. Be happy. Be excited. Dance. Dance at the result. So if you're so exacting, if you're so exacting, Hashem will be so exacting with you. Say to someone, I picked up a quart of milk. I need you to Venmo me a dollar thirty-seven. They say, here's a dollar twenty-five. I happen to have it. No, 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 you're short twelve cents. You live your life that you can't be generous and magnanimous with others. So Hashem's going to be exacting with you. You know, you're miser. You were short twelve cents, and the miser you gave says Hashem. Hashem will be exacting with us. He's our shadow, Hashem Tzilcha. And so the attitude that we bring towards others is exactly the attitude that the Ribbon Shalom, the Almighty, has with us. 
Who can withstand it? We'll end with this. Who can withstand being so exacting if it means... So even if you don't love other people, and even if you don't strive to be a chassid, you're not trying to go above and beyond, you're not trying to achieve great, just strategically for yourself, if you want Hashem to be the most flexible, the most loving, the most understanding, strategically, even if you don't love other people, and you're not tempted to be kind and understanding and forgiving, do it anyway, strategically. It's smart, it's right. It's what David HaMelech davened for, <coughs> and he quotes several other psukim, that, uh, that this is what our righteous understood, and it's the way that we behave, they behaved, continue with living with Amuna. 8.45 tonight, 9 o'clock, we go behind the Bima with Y.Y. Jacobson. We'll be back every Wednesday morning, 7.45 Minion. Tell your friends, even if they don't normally come to Minion, one morning a week, they normally go to another Minion, come to the 7.45. The coffee and the donuts make it all worth it. Have a fantastic day. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay holy.